Sarta believes that we're very precious. Mr. Shabbos gracious, precious Nayak. A little bit of a marvel. But this marvel gives life. A year with a marvel of Torah and Yerushalayim and Simphas and Kasmism and Mitzvahs and Al-Gidazach. Unlike, unlike previous years, when Mr. Shabbos was a Shia, an Indian outside, some months ago, almost, almost everybody here knows that some months ago we started to learn this remarkable sefer, Das Atzmacha, from the author Bilvavi Mishkan Evne. I don't know exactly how many shiurim there are by now, I think maybe 13 or something like that, 14 Shabbases. For those who have not come to learn the sefer, to, to listen to the shiurim, they're, they're available. There are also some swarm that are available, Shmuley Brut. Upstairs, we have some swarm. For those who don't have a safer, and, and it's kedai to have a, it's, it's much it's much more kedai to look inside than to than to than to just listen. So if somebody intends on trying to come, even if you don't, you have, you, you, you're you're buying a, a very very important safer, a very important safer, and it's kedai to have. I would sum up what we've been learning till now. But there's a wonderful tamsis, a wonderful summary that's that's found exactly the place they were up to. We were able to finish the first three parakim. We're up to Perak Dalad, which is page Kuf. It's very, very important, Beza Hashem. Obviously, there are a lot of things going on with the Shabbos during the winter, and it's not always possible to make it. Next month, Shabbos, we're having the Hilula for the Piyazatzna at 8.30 in the Yang Israel of Sidras. With Yosef Kardun, and the schedule will be on the email. Sometimes uh, I'm not here, sometimes you're not here. But even if you're not, we should try to keep up because it's not a shear that each one is separate and independent of the other. It's a lima that we're learning to get to the kishkas of who we are. And it's very important that there be a hemshech. It's not, it's not uh, Saturday night entertainment. Nobody's here for that. I'm not here for that. You're not here for that. We're here to grow. We had to change, <clears throat> and it's a very, very important limud, and that's why I've gone away from what I've done all the years and chosen to learn the sefer inside carefully. And we have now, as I the long, long winter, this cool for this time, and we could accomplish a lot. I've been trying to move at a relatively uh, normal pace. Although I know that as a couple of have pointed out that it takes too long, I'm, 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 I'm still schlepping. And um, I'm a schlepper, that's, that's my disease, I'm a schlepper. But, but I, I really, I really uh, feel that we have to work on it very carefully. Look at page Kuf. In the, at the beginning there's a tiny little tamsis, a tiny little summary of all that we've been doing. So we could so we could come back and continue with this amazing avoider, which is not just learning a safer, it's learning the most beautiful safer, the most important safer of all, it's ourselves, what a Jew is. 
Tamsis Aprakan Akkadim. A summary of the earlier Prakan. Hametzias Amitis Shalhaadam. What we've been talking about now for months, through the first three Prakan, is to come to a definition to understand what is the true Mitzias, what is the true reality of a Jew. And who are we? What is our Mitzias? And the Mitzias is, by this time, everybody who's been learning this hears it in his sleep. Each and every one of us is Edsim and Neshama, and Neshama. I would ask Ruben, Ruben, please, I want all the men, if you don't mind, I appreciate it. And the Shama, that's Mulbash Alehaguf, is Be'etzim and the Shama, Ayid is a Neshama. Remember, Elokayim, the Shama, the Shinosata, Bitaheri, every day, every minute to live with that reality. That each and every one of us is, no matter what has happened in the world of the Guf, each one of us is Be'etzim and the Shama. It's enclosed in a body. It's mulvash alehaguf. Kedei leker says zihui harogil shodem nazas atzma keguf shebesayich and neshama. In order to uproot this false way of identifying ourselves that we've been doing all of our lives, the way that we've always looked at ourselves, we look at ourselves throughout our lives, and most people till 120 look at themselves as being primarily a guf. I'm a human being. I'm a Jewish human being. Okay, that's a special kosher thing because I have inside of me this nisham, whatever that is. But I have inside of me a nisham, but I'm a goof with a nisham. That is not who we are. That's absolutely false. It's true that there is a goof and a nisham. But the equation is altogether off. To think that a person is a nisham and a goof, a yid is a nisham, it was a mistake. He's a nisham. And he, he wears this garment, this lavush. That's called the goof. That's called the body. This is what we've been talking about now for a long time. And in order to, what he's what he's reviewing here in the in the introduction is that in order to uproot this false way of seeing ourselves as a goof shibasech neshama, all of lava tahalich shleish shlava. All of lava tahalich shleish shlava means that. The person must go through a process that consists of three stages. This is this was revealed to us by the Holy Balsham. And the three stages are Hachno, Havdala, Vahamtaka. Hachno we learned is to is to break or to crush the hold of the goof and evil over us. Havdala separation and Hamtaka sweetening. Now Adarahitsuya which we spoke a lot about. For our times, at least, even though the Vashem Tavakadah said that maybe it was different, but for our times, it's best, as Rav Schwartz explained at length, it's best for our times to apply these two avoidas, to work on these two things uh, simultaneously. The Hachnoah and the Havdala nowadays come together. What does that mean? By using that Korach that we have that's called Da'as, which we learn means the power of discernment, understanding and discernment. Aidei hadas, she koyach ha'havdala, which is the koyach of havdala, the ability, the ability of a person to distinguish between one thing and another, 
to make a distinction between two things that might appear to be similar on the surface. That's called Das. That's the Koyach of Abdullah Havdu ben Toiv Rab, the Gamben Toiv Toiv, to separate between Toiv and Rab, and even different levels of Toiv. Yagil Hachno. That through a person separating between Toiv and Ra, he's able then to understand clearly what is the Ra in my life. And once I know what the Ra is, I'm able to stop it. I'm able to hold it back. I'm able to control it. Once I know what the Ra is. So there has to be Das, as we learned, the main Deya, main Das, the Havdola Minayim, in order to make that Havdola, that separation between who I am and who I'm not. Once I understand who I'm not, and as a result of that, I have gotten caught up in things that are out of character with who I really am, which is the Neshama, then I can be machniya that. Now, in each and every one of us, there are three chalokim. Machshavas, thoughts, hargoshes, emotions, feelings, umaisim, and actions. And this avoida, this great undertaking, this project of separating what is wrong from what is right, what is real from what's not real, what belongs in our lives and what doesn't belong, this must take place on all three levels. In the world of Machshavr, in, in the world of what we're thinking about, we have to know how to separate thoughts that are coming from the Guf, that could be very, very destructive, from the thoughts that are coming from the Nisham. We have to separate between emotions that originate in the Guf, that come from the Guf, and emotions that come from the Nisham. And, of course, as far as what we do, we have to make that Havdalah, which we have been talking about as far as the Maisim are concerned. The Avaidah of Havdalah must take place in all three domains of our existence. The thoughts, the feelings, and the actions. The Chelek of Maisim is divided into two. Aleph, Maisim she'en lehem shaychas klal la'adam. There are some things that a person has, that a person uh, does, or a person sees taking place that have no shaykhist in really. And, and yet the person who lives in the world of the guf, that person thinks that they have a shaykhist in. We spoke a lot about that. Things that are not happening around them, things that the person actually does. And still the person has to know that very, uh, he has to know that, that gvul, that border, that boundary. Elu told us be'emes shayochem elav. Elu told us afshenasim achmosai. Enim shayochem be'emes the pulosa. There are certain things that you and I do that don't really come from who we are. We're doing them, and, and we shouldn't be doing them, but it's not coming from the etzim of who I am, as we've been talking about barichas. Amnam, afilu ma'ase shadam ha'asu b'poyel. Even something that you and I have done, the poyel we've actually undertaken. Im ha'ma'ase hutayv. If we do something that's good, then all of anything that you or I do that's good, that is the Ratzna Hashem, then we must identify that with the Atzmius, with the Atzmus of who we are, with the essence of who I am, my Nisham.
That's who I am. The good that I do, that's who I am. That's my neshama speaking. I'm listening to my neshama. This action is a reflection of what my neshama is saying to me. It's just, I'm responding through my actions to my neshama. Vim hushwili, if it's something which is wrong or bad, it's not the ratzna Again, one has to use great das to know this, but it's not the ratzna hashem. Then all of Then the person must understand that 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 he's doing that is not good, that that action that he's that he's doing that is not good, that its point of origin is not the neshama. It's not who he is. It's coming from his goof. And once he knows that, he can work on being machniya that and stopping that. And he doesn't begin to look at himself as being a disgusting, horrible person because of the bad things that he's done. He understands that that's not the essence of who he is. And he doesn't identify with what's wrong in his life. He has to fix it. He has to correct it. He spoke a lot about that. But that's not me. The good things that I do, that's the etzim of who I am. This is the work of Havdalah as far as one's maizim are concerned, what the actions are concerned. Until now we've been talking about making this havdala and hachna in the world of maizim, in what I do and how I actually am affected by what takes place around me and the things that I do. Now we're going to go to the next level. The Olam HaHargoshes. It's very, very remarkable. Very simple and very clear like everything that he writes. We're going to be talking about emotions and how to separate, sort out emotions. Those that belong, those that are holy and real, those that are coming from the neshama, and the emotions that are coming from the goof. The Havoida Haruya book. So we're going to now learn, we're going to be spending the next few weeks learning or this Havoida of Havdala and Hachna in the world of emotions. Not in what we do, but in how we feel. In how we feel. So we're beginning. Ba'adam kayim oilam shel regoshes. In each and every person, there's a world. Every person has within him a world of emotions. Oilam shel regoshes. An entire world of emotions. Most of those he doesn't speak about. Nobody will ever hear about. Nobody knows. Only himself. Many of them he doesn't even know himself. But a world, is, a world of emotions is whirling around inside each and every one of us. There are people who, by nature, they were born with such a teva, with such a nature, that they're yoiser rikshiyim. They're yoiser rikshiyim. They're more, they're more emotional. There are those who, by nature, are less emotional. We're going to try to dissect this world of emotions that's in the person. And then we're going to try to show how we can, once we make these, this separation, we work on this havdalah, 
how we're then able to use our emotions. How do we contend? How do we deal with the emotions that are within us? How do we make that connection between the positive emotions that you and I feel and the etzem ha'ani, and the actual ani, the I, the self? To be able to understand that the positive and holy emotions inside of us are a part of the neshama are coming from the etzem ha'neshama of the person. How do we separate the negative feelings, the negative and destructive emotions from the actual I? How do I separate? How do I get rid of those? Because remember, I want to be machmir. Ultimately, of course, the tachlis is to come to hamtaka, a sweetening, which we'll talk about later on. But kaidim kol, we're totally infected. We're totally infected with emotions that do not belong and are not speaking on behalf of the etzim ha'ani of my neshama. So before we could ever come to that avoda of sweetening and dealing even with those things that don't belong in a different kind of a way, we first have to identify these are emotions that are neshama, of, uh, that originate in the neshama. These are emotions that originate in the guf. Once I make this distinction, I separate between, and I, and I learn to understand any time that some emotion wells up inside of me, who is talking? Is this my neshama that's talking, or is this my guf? Once I know that, then I'll know how to deal with each of those emotions. So they don't take over my life. I'll know how to deal with them. Despite all the avod that we do, there will be emotions that will occasionally that will, a person feels things not by choice. There are emotions that will that will all of a sudden that will all of a sudden appear in a person's heart, and he'll feel something. But at least we'll know whether it's a friend or it's an enemy. At least we'll know whether to embrace this emotion, whether to immerse ourselves in it, to be tayvul in it to enjoy it, to reflect upon it, to act upon it, or it's an emotion that we understand. It's not my fault necessarily that I have this feeling, but it's, a, it's a, an emotion, it's a feeling that's coming from the goof, and it has to be dealt with in a different way. It has to be dealt with in a different way. That's not how we generally live. We just feel stuff and hope for the best. And that's not a way to live. There are emotions that are coming from that are coming from the kaychas of the guf. And it might sound like it's something very, very spiritual and very deep and very beautiful. And you might even write a poem about it or sing a song, but it's but it's from the guf. There are a lot of emotions, and well, let me put it this way: there's been a lot of poetry written about these emotions that are coming from the guf. Libraries are filled with books about emotions that are coming from the guf. I remember there was a there was one particular musician when I was growing up. I was very very moved by his music, very moved by his music. I, I think he's I think he's still alive, and the music is very beautiful. And I felt this had, had a very 
profound message in, in the lyrics and even the tunes were very sweet and beautiful. I haven't heard it in many, many years. It happened once or twice that I was shopping somewhere and they were playing it, so I looked for some more things in the store that I needed. <laughs> but other than that, I haven't, other than that, I haven't listened to it. And, I, and, and after all the years, I still, I still miss it. I still miss it. And, uh, and I remember that there was one song in particular that when I heard it, I was, I was overwhelmed with emotion. It was that time in life, you know, you're moving from teenage years and you're growing up and you want to find true love and he, and he, uh, and he the, the singer, uh, got married and he was uh, singing this love song to his, to his uh, wife, who was also a famous singer. And, um, and like I thought that this is the tachlis of Ahava. And I was thinking that if I could ever have such an Ahava, if I could ever feel such a thing, like in this song, I'll be the luckiest guy in the world, just like this musician. Sof they sued each other for millions of dollars. <laughs> millions of dollars. And it was, it was a terrible, the newspapers failed, what happened that, that whole night. So, so, they're not dishonest people. Those are emotions. They were emotions. They were singing about, she also made a song. I didn't hear her, but I know she made songs too. He made songs there. there was, they felt something, the emotions. But the emotions are emotions that are from the goof, even though, even though they're put to beautiful lyrics and to beautiful music. We have to be very, very careful. Those are the ones that are the trickiest. We have to use our dots to identify emotions and to deal with the emotions as they deserve to be dealt with. So in order to do that, we're going to learn we're going to learn about something, something that we've spoken a lot about over the years. In order to, in order to be able to identify the emotions, separate Havdalah and Hachna, we have to learn about a Koyach that's called Koyach HaLevad, the Koyach of being alone. The Koyach of being alone. Let's learn what that means. We'll see. The Chlolos, the last paragraph of Bechkov. Bechlolos, Koyachas HaRegesh Shel HaOdem Ishaqim Lishnayim. In general, one's emotions are divided into two parts. Yeshna Regesh Odomagish Biachas Uzuwasa. There are certain feelings that a person has towards others, towards somebody else. Biachas Lachem, in relation to someone else. Vyeshna Regesh Odomagish Biachas Laatsma. And there are emotions that one feels about oneself, towards oneself. Biachas Luzuwasai. In a normal, healthy person, in a, in a normal, healthy person, there are very positive emotions of love, feelings of love that he has towards himself. I'm sorry. He's talking about with, with another person. As far as one's feelings towards another person, also, in a healthy, normal person, and with most of the people that we know in our lives, there's a feeling of love, and hierarchy means that you value the other person. And you feel love towards that person, or you feel the importance of having that person as a friend and family and so on. Lumas Regish Sosuna, unfortunately, there are other people for whom 
the person feels sinna, hatred, kinna, jealousy, chadon. Kfi should call other matters, each and every one of us knows. Hitchkofalu. Pomim rabbis, hargoshes hashlilim, shakayama ba'adam klapi zulosa. Many, many times, the negative emotions that one feels towards another person, alulam laharis as kol mahalaka chayim shema can literally destroy the entire mahalach of his life. The, the negative emotions that one feels towards another person, hatred or jealousy, whatever it might be, can literally, each and every one of us knows this, and every has tasted of this at some point, somehow, can destroy one's life. If you become preoccupied, and if you focus on these emotions, these negative emotions of hatred or jealousy and so on, they could destroy you. The dogma, for instance. La Adam Yesh Eze Sikhsuch implying. Ruben and Shimon have a disagreement. There's a Sikhsuch. There's some sort of a quarrel between these two people. Kolmater also Bechayev. Even though normally Ruben is a nice guy, he's a loving father, a loving husband, he's a good friend, and so on and so forth. But as far as this one part of his life is concerned, called Shimon, all he wants is to, is to hurt this person until the person collapses. It doesn't mean to kill necessarily, although there are crazy things like that too. I'm not talking about a very extreme crazy situation. But whatever it means until that person collapses and fails, to the degree that Ruvain feels safe. I don't want that person to die. God forbid. And that's one of the opening sentences that people usually use when they're about to say some terrible and horror. He should only be well. I only wish him well. And I hope that he should have a good life and he should have just far away in a different continent that I don't want to see or hear. Or, you know, just not to be in this place of work, to lose this job, to get fired over here. I don't mean that he shouldn't have a panosa. Just not here. Not with me. So there are different levels of wanting a person to collapse. Adshi Yismotei doesn't mean, God forbid, to die or to get hurt. Although there are extreme things like that. But Yismotei, Yismotei collapsing or failing means that that person's life is no longer affecting my life. No longer affecting my life. So as I had a, a, a couple that's married, a couple that's married, this is just before Yantar, there's a couple that's married for two months, and the, the, uh, and the husband said to me, the husband said to me, it's not, they're not from here, they're, they're our friends in New Jersey, and the couple, the, couple the, the boy said to me, he said, I don't have anything against my in-laws, I just don't want to ever see them again. I said, I, it's your wife's parents. I said, oh, we, uh, is there something sinister and evil that took place? So he went to the list of like five or six in Yonim, you understand? Annoying, whatever. It could be he's much more annoying than they are. But he had, he had a couple of items. One of them was a little bit, uh, needs a little bit to pull uh, something. It's not, uh, but the other, were, the other were not like big in Yonim. They were regular in Yonim. In other words, he's, he's used to having everything, he's, he's used to having everything where he likes it. He's, he grew up, in the uh, magical, mystical world of Yeshiva Bochet. <clears throat> like we said this morning, that other Mauritians' meat was being roasted by angels. 
And his angels were called mommy and daddy and uh, other people. And Sezin was a different. They had different expectations. So he's telling his wife that he wants to move far, far, far away, across America. Not even to use the Aliyah possibility, which would make it into a religious obligation. He says, no, I just want to go to California. So, so what about your wife? No, she doesn't want to go. Well, we have a problem over here. You want to go to California, and your wife, she loves her parents? Yeah. She wants to stay in New York? Yeah. So you think, uh, what do you think it's going to be? So he said, I'm prepared to make a compromise, make it like Chicago. <laughs> so that's not a compromise. In between is not, I'm not talking about that, someplace in between. A compromise, that was his, he's a big, a balchesic, you understand, he wants to make a, a compromise. So they have to, they have to work the Indian out. Is you're married, you have, there's your wife's family, it's a sugya. There are things that you like and things you don't like, they have the same thing towards you. I'm sure there are things about you they don't like, but sechim l'stader. You have to figure out a mahalach, of how to work this out. So, that's also, he wants that situation to collapse. He doesn't wish any harm to these people, God forbid. But he wants, he, but he wants that relationship with their presence in his life to collapse. He doesn't want that. He doesn't forgive whatever happened in the past. He doesn't forget that. He doesn't forgive. You see this by people, that he's prepared to invest money, man time, the kaiches and kaiches. The Iker is that the other side, my opponent, Shimon, should lose. That he should pay what he did to me. This person, in order, to, in order to carry out his campaign against Shimon, Ruven, we've seen this, that Ruven will, will even miss days of work. He's prepared to miss days of work. He's going to hire lawyers. All of these lawyers are laughing mamish all the time. When you get these Rufins and Shimons of the world who are paying fortunes of money, and the only people that are making the, the only the people are making the money, these lawyers. And many times, I'm not talking about kosher elicha people, but you have people who are taking advantage and they prolong. And they contribute to the machlaikas, and the fight goes on and on and on, and the lawyer is making money, this lawyer, that lawyer is making money, and Reuven is told in advance, you know, this is going to cost you, it's going to end up costing you so much money to hurt Shimon. You know, to destroy Shimon is going to cost you a lot of money. It's Kedai. There are situations where you have a sikhsuch regarding money, and the legal expenses are going to end up being much more than the money that the guy is going to win. If he wins, it's Kedai. How's that Kedai? You just take out a paper and pencil. It's not get out. You're going to lose. You're going to pay the lawyers $100,000 to make $50,000 back. I'm not so good at math, but that chesed doesn't work out. So why are you doing that? Because the ik is not the, the ik is not. He'll say, then he'll use a word. What word do we always use then? The principle. Then it's the principle. Oh, once you have that, it's very hard to then after that. When someone says it's the principle, because then they're telling you it's one of the 13 ikarim of Amuna. You know, you know, can't tell a Jew that he shouldn't believe in the principle. The principle, it's the principle. See, that principle is going to cost you fifty thousand dollars. Sinas Yisrael, all kinds of machlekes. You know, it's going to end up also in the, the, they're going to newspapers of blogging and this and that. It's kedai. It's kedai because of the principle. But the principle is to destroy the other person. Nakam. 
We understand he's doing something that's so unbelievably self-destructive. Unbelievably self-destructive. You can have a situation in an office or any place. Unfortunately, we know of such things. It's not good to talk about Barabbim, but you know, the people that are working together, a married man, a married woman, Hashem, I'm not going to tell the rest of the story, it's the emotions. person has children, other person has children. This one's a little bit unhappy, this one's a little bit unhappy. Start to schmooze, start to vex, start to... And you say, you go to the person and say, listen, you talk to each other and say, you know, you're going to destroy your life. You have, you're going to destroy your children. You would say this to anybody else that was doing it. You're going to destroy your, you're going to destroy your entire life, your reputation. You're going to, everything is going to be lost. I can't. It's my emotions, my feelings. So when it comes to this, now he's speaking about this, this type of a negative emotion of hate. That is a different, and in many ways, even scarier and more dangerous one: the emotion of love, when it's misappropriated. Higher lawyers, tens of thousands of scholars. I'm going to win. Because my victory has nothing to do with 50,000 scholars and 50,000 dollars. My victory has to do with him losing. He has to lose. That the second side should suffer. Something you have with another person, and the other person says something, you have what you could answer. But if you don't answer, if you don't talk back, it's going to be quiet, it's going to finish. If you anyway go ahead and you say it, because you just have to make that person suffer. You have to get in the last word, you have to give, a, you have to give that person a clap. This sinner, this hatred, is is so strong inside of the person, he doesn't know how to free himself. If you ask him, Ruvain, is this smart? It's eating your life up, this hatred that you have. It's eating up your life. It's eating up your savings. It's eating up your time. It's destroying your own shalom bias. It's ruining, it's eating up everything. It's, he, 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 he'll tell you, he's honest and say, I, I can't get out of it. I can't free myself from this hatred. If you could open up his head and look at it during the day, you'd see that he's thinking about this all the time. It's on his, it's on his mind all the time. The examples, there are many, many examples, and we know them, we don't have to go through a long list. We're going to try to understand the secret of these emotions that a person feels towards another. This is perfect for what the parashat we're holding now in, in, in the world. When the Barisham created man. Man was created alone by himself. That's a simple pshat Mishmish. We all know that the Chazal but the simple pshat v'chumish is Adam never yechidi. Man was created alone by himself. Afterwards, Hakadosh Baruch Hu made an Ezek Hashem Hashem's Baruch created Chava, his wife. 
and they had children, kind of heaven, and so on. But the original, the original, the original Matthias of the world was It was not, it was not a structure that consisted of two. The original Matthias of man in the world was alone by himself. That doesn't only mean without Chava. That also means without, I know this is going to be hard to hear, without internet access. And without cellular phone hookup and so on. Alone. Mamash. Levad. Benakuda Zu. Now this is going to sound very simple, but, and, and something that we've spoken about a lot. A lot. Our whole existence depends on, on understanding this and entering into this in a very deep way and not taking it in a silly way. Because right now, at this time in history, this is the Nisarian of our lives. The question of whether you still are able to salvage that original Matthias of being alone. How we first came into the world, each one of us, Lovad, because we all go back to the Mauritian. And if you can't, then there's no way to, to continue. We must work on the avoidance of Levad. We'll see what that means. In the in this Nakuda there's hidden great, great depth. In the soul of a person, there are two kaifas. Yesh kayach the nefesh. There's a kayach in the nefesh that lives in a world that is inhabited by other people. The kayach as far as going back to the beginning, that world came into existence, of course, only when Chava was created. Then things got busier after they had children. So that would bring into Adam's life a world that is inhabited by others, not only himself. And of course, as we learned, as we read in the Parsha today, that the world got busier and busier. And it was hispashta. Things expanded and multiplied. And families and cities and so on. However, even though from that point and on the world would be inhabited by a few and thousands and millions and billions of people, and no person alive can now say anymore that Betson, he's alone in the world, you can't say that. But of course, in the panemius of who a person is, there is that Kayach that was first, that had that first hold over man's life. And like all, unlike all parts of one's reality, it doesn't go away. Not only does it not go away, 
It's a koyach koyden. It had the first crack at man. The first shot at a human being was alone. That mitzias of being alone. That's the deepest, deepest, most real koyach inside of a person. It's a very deep thing in a person's in a person's soul. It's the It's the life of a person that he lives within himself, hidden from everybody, even his chava and her adam, from everybody. There's a life that a person has in atzmai. Nowadays, there's a very small percentage of people who have a life like that. Very small. Occasional glimpses. But to be chayim atzmachal, to live with oneself, levad, by oneself, ba'elam she'en bo'anashem, inside each and every one of us, there exists a world where there are no other people, where there's nobody else, only the self. Now, obviously, we have to be very careful. He's going to explain. This this could lead to selfishness. We have to we can talk a lot about that. But first, we have to know that this exists. It exists in the depths of a person, not a memory of once being alone. Not just uh, that, because way back by other generations, so there's something inside of us that remembers that. No, there's a koyach of levat. Sha'adam chai im atzmai. You know, there's a world inside of us that lives, that exists by itself. By Anoshim, a world with other people. This Koyach, it's not just something that once was, but it's a Koyach. That's why Hashem is well created man alone, for this reason. That he would always, always be able to tap into that amazing world of alone. That he would always be able to return to that part of himself where there is nobody else. This Koyach has revealed at the beginning of man's creation, since he was created by himself. Yechidi. By himself. Lahoya ben Adam Noisav. At that point of creation, there was no other person. There was nobody to love him. There was no one to love him or hate him. There was nobody for him to love or for him to hate. Nobody. Just himself. Adam Chai in Atzmai. This is a Kayach that we have. How are we supposed to use it? What are you supposed to do with this kind? So uh, uh, a silly, uh, a silly uh, reaction to this would be, oh, it sounds so lonely. You know, we're going to talk about that. It's terrible. Uh, what about what about my my mom and my dad and my what about my friends and my brother, my sister, my husband, my wife? We have to learn more to understand the kaiyach of Levad. It's the sweetest kaiyach in the world. It's not, and, and we're going to learn the purpose of this is not to take you away from the people that you love and that love you. Other other. The hamtaka that's going to come is to bring you, you, who you really are, to truly love the people that you should love in your life. 
to truly love them, not to just say that you love them, not to just imitate loving a person, but that you can love, like we spoke about months ago, to say those words, I love you, and it's really I. Really I. That's a chiddush. That when you say the words, I love you, the emphasis it's I. Not as the person you're pretending to be. Not as the person you imagine yourself to be. Not the person that you want the other person to think that you are. But the emphasis I. That I really means I. In order to be able to say the word I, the emes la'amita, you have to be an avayda of the avayda of making this havdalah, this separation between the I that is the neshama talking and the I that is the guf talking, as we've been learning. And in order to make this havdalah that comes to emotions, in order to make this havdalah, you have to tap into and use the koyach of levad. Because when you and I were alone, well, that koyach that we have inside that's called levad, myself, that, in that point of being is the true I. One can find the true I. So when you say those words, it then this means I. How do we use this? Kashahadam chai in when a person lives his life with everything around him, he doesn't live in the, not in that place of Levad, but he's living with everybody and everything. And as a result of that, he develops all kinds of negative emotions towards all different parts of that busy world that surrounds him. Different people, different places that he dislikes, people that he dislikes, and so on. Kan, all of Lagalis is a kayach apnimi benefesh, shodam chai besech atzmai. It's here that a person has to reveal within himself this kayach apnimi, this deep inner kayach that's in the nefesh, of the, that's in the soul, shodam chai besech atzmai, that will allow you, that will allow you to return to the inner life that's called Atzmai, Atzmacha, yourself, and it will allow you to detach yourself from the people that are surrounding you, to become separated and detached from those people who, over time, these are people that you dislike, they're people that you, that God would even hate. Like I say, God forbid, I mean, there's an inning to hate the shame, I'm not talking about that, but for the first time, you shouldn't hate people. By a person revealing within himself the koyach of levad, in that place of myself that's called levad, there are no other people. Now this is not something that's a delusion. This is not imaginary, and this is not something which is a game. This is the avayr that was taught us by all the tzaddikim, by the kedosh elyon of how a person can overcome negative emotions. The person has to reveal the koyach haplimi benefer shodem chay b'seich atzum is not taking mashakar to detach himself to cut the wire that's connecting him to a million people. I feel him hates our life, Even if that person in your life has upset you and has even hurt you, has done something bad to you. And your opinion is, which is mostly the, mostly how people pass him, 
that this is not sinuschim. I have a real reason to hate this person. This person hurt my uh, hurt my my parents. This person hurt me at work. This person said something bad about my kid. This person did something to my husband, my wife. I have a reason to hate this person. It's not sinuschim. Sin is And he might even be able to find a Rambam or two to prove that he should hate this person. So he thinks that, that what am I, a shmata? That's another favorite. Uh, what am I? So he feels that he's other of He should hate this person. Al-Komash also, because of all that the person did to him. Nevertheless, he must reveal within himself in order to deal with this situation. The world shall levad. The world that's called levad. The world of being alone. Being by myself. We're going to talk a lot about how to do this. That world is inside of us. From the time that, we're, from the time that we're created, from the time that man was created, from each and every one of us came to the world, before we came to the world. Just because Chava was created doesn't mean this went away. Chava was created, so now Adam has company. But the Metzius of that Karech HaPnimi, of Levad, that Karech HaNefesh that's called Levad, that didn't go away when Chava came into the world. It became hidden deep into the heart of a person. It's part of each and every one of us, Levad. And a person has to take that out from his heart, from his pocket, and to use it at times that it's necessary. Like the Holy Rebbe Abunim Pshiska said, everybody knows this, that, that the reason that a person has two pockets is because in one pocket he puts, he, put, he has to keep the pasuk that says, the world was created for me. And the other pasuk, he has to keep the pasuk that says, I know if you offer faith, I'm dust and ashes. And the Rebbe Bunim said, Oy vavoy, if you reach into the wrong pocket. There are times in life where you have to pick out from your pocket, where you have to take out from your pocket something that says, the chavra, the chavra, family, husband, wife, friends, children, you have to take it out from one pocket. And there are other times in life that you have to reach into a pocket, a little settle, a little note that says, Levad. You're by yourself. By yourself. Alone. And one's entire life depends on reaching into the right pocket at the right time and avoiding the wrong pocket at the wrong time. To use it, to use it, uh, this Koyach of Levad in the right way at the right time. Page Kuf Beis. Chas V'Sholem. If a person uses this koach of levad, this reality of aloneness, if he uses it at the wrong time, the wrong place or the wrong time, then what will we have? We'll have a terribly selfish person. A person who lives with other people and he thinks only about himself. And when you ask him, what's the matter with you? You have a whole, you have a whole tzibu, what's the matter with you? You see this, that in every tzibu there are people that live Levad. They're not part of a tzibah. They're not part of the community. Maybe they're, maybe they're good with their, with, in their family. Maybe they're, they're little, they can't deal with a larger tzibah. There are people that are like that, that they're frightened by 
they're not comfortable in a bigger tzibur, so they like the little tzibur of, the, of a wife and children. Then there are other people who, that, who, who are and they can't, they can't think outside of themselves. They can't think about their wife and children, or the husband and children. There's so much into the Levad. And the Levad here is being obviously used in the wrong place at the wrong time. The wrong place at the wrong time. Zui This, of course, is a negative trait. Who nikra ego is? That's that's a person. That's that's an, uh, uh, the ego in that person. That's we're not talking about of levad. They were talking about bishulim That's a very destructive thing, where the ego is indulged by this person who doesn't tolerate, who's not interested in, in being involved with other people. Therefore, he's selfish. He's greedy. He's to himself. He doesn't think about what, what other people need or what's hurting other people. And his answer is that this I was created by myself and I and I and I'm this is my kayak, I'm very good at this kayak of Levat. But he's using it in a way that is terribly, terribly negative and destructive. Just this next just this one one more paragraph. The Bhishlam implanted with implanted within each and every one of us from creation. This koach of Levad, and we have to think of it as a koach of Levad. And of course, he, he left it up to man, to each and every one of us to make that choice. Whether I'm going to use this koach of Levad to overcome jealousy, hatred, and other negative things, and use it in the right way, or loneliness. To overcome loneliness. Loneliness can destroy you also. There are people whose loneliness is killing them. And the person then has to have a kach of levad. Of levad within himself to be, to be able to live within himself and to find the beautiful, deep, and rich world within himself, even if he's by himself. Which again, this is so nowadays. If you have someone sitting there, he's by himself for 15 minutes, he's already, Allah Yusuf, he's a nabuch, he has to have help, he's, and, he, and he doesn't know what to do, and he's ready to, who knows, he's depressed. I, 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 Somebody, there, there are people right now that are, they don't know what to do. They're at home for Matzah Shabbos. They don't know what to do. They get stuck home Matzah Shabbos. And the ready Shabbos is out early. Maybe when Shabbos is out at 9 o'clock, 9.30, so they could say, you know, it's already 10 o'clock, 10.30. It's like, but now it's 7 o'clock. If people that they start fretting, what am I going to say? There was a guy that I knew where I grew up in my neighborhood that he used to, he used to write letters to himself because he was afraid that the man would think that he doesn't have any friends. I'm not joking. He used to, he used to send a couple of letters a year from another place, addressed to himself, so the man wants to think that he has friends. That he has like a, that he's a chosh of a guy, that he has friends. It's sad. Akedekach, is a person frightened by being in the place of Levad? Levad. We're going to talk about that. All of the, the loud things that, that people need in entertainment. Levad, Levad, Levad. Levad. Kaychav Levad. Lechia isim atzmach. Levad. It doesn't mean to be a loner, because that's using it incorrectly. The Tachlis is to be a friendly, warm person. But how do you contend with the moments, or even sometimes days, alone? By getting buried under a pile of loneliness, feeling bad about yourself, being upset with all the people who have left you that way, or, or delighting in the most delicious world of all. It's called the world of Levad.
It's a koyach of levad. It all depends how you use it. Hayim l'shtamish boy b'makam l'achim b'zman l'achim al-menas l'esnatik mimishet tzarech l'esnatik l'nefesh. Are you going to use this koyach of levad in order to cut the tie, to detach yourself from a person from whom you should detach yourself, or from a feeling of emotions of hate or jealousy that you need to be detached from? There are people that you have to stay away from. As I spoke of before, the guy and the girl at work, well, you, I can't help it, I can't help it. I mean, you better stop that. You better stop talking to that person. You're going to get yourself and your whole life in trouble. I can't. But you existed before you ever met that person. Uh, yeah, that's like uh, Latin. I never existed before I met that. You met the person yesterday. It means you have 30 years, 40 years of Levad. No, I don't. I have maybe 10 minutes once in 19, you know, 1994 that I had 10 minutes of Levad. He doesn't know what to even go back to. So here there's, a, here there's a lady. It's a nice, pretty lady at work. And she says, she starts to talk nice. And he thinks, my wife doesn't talk that way. My wife doesn't look that way. My wife is not giving me attention. And so on and so forth. Levad. The Koyach of Levad. The Koyach of Levad to detach and to separate and to enter into that place of Levad. The Emes, not make believe. To use it in the right way. Was not take, to separate yourself from feelings of anger and hatred, destructive feelings towards others. We're talking now not about the Messiah. Towards others. A Chasashon. The Shtamish Bhagavad Welcome Shabbat Royalis Yachis Lachay. God forbid. There are other times, of course, most of the time you're supposed to have, you know, to talk to people, to relate to people, and get along with people. Then you can't use the Koch of Levad. You can't. Yeah, at that time you have to talk. You have to be with a person. You have to be nice. You have to act. You have to be involved and help and talk and so on. God forbid. In that situation where you're not supposed to, if you enter into the world of Levad, then you're only going to think about yourself. And you're living then, you're living then within yourself. And you're not supposed to, because at that time of your life, you're supposed to live with the other person. And you're supposed to, at that time of the day, your life, whatever it is, to be with the other person. This koyach, this koyach of nizgav Hashem levada, vayevose yakov levada, is the koyach of a Jew, vayevose yakov levada. The nizgav Hashem levada. It's a pachet to say such a thing, but Chazal of Torahs. That Mahashem Levada, just as Hashem exists, doesn't need anybody else on earth, doesn't need anything else, just Himself, Kivyachal. There's such a Metzias by a Jew of Vayevosei Yaakov Levada, of being Levad. And it's not a, it's not a, a, a Rachmanis. But to clear that whole thing, it's not a Rachmanis, it's, it's Givald when it's used properly. We're going to continue Bez Hashem over the coming weeks. Not next month of Shabbos, we're having the Yilula. But in the coming weeks, we'll get a schedule. We're going to continue working on the Kayach of Lovat.